0: going on guys, Coach Cotto here, uh, sitting in, uh, we're in Dar. we just finished week one of our massive tournaments, and uh, you know, we, we flopped, like we struggled, we, we dropped the bundle, and you know, we've done a huge review process here, um, and it's come down to team culture was a big component and communication was a huge component and for me as a coach it's opened up a, a few barriers in you know experiences and stuff like that and one of the biggest things that I've that I've realized is you know communication's great I'm a big big advocate for communication as you all know and and it's it's really really important to find ways that get across to the other people like who you're trying to communicate with. And, you know, we've done this previously and this chat's not about communication. This chat is about aligning the process, okay? Now, as an individual, everyone plays the game and everyone coaches for success. That's why you play. Like, yes, it's fun, but winning's fun. Like, at the end of the day, no one likes to lose. No one likes to lose. You have to, but no one likes it. So, how do you align the process? of trying to achieve now this is for me an interesting new topic to go through and it's really come about kind of i guess it's time to learn this it's it's not something you can easily identify because normally you have a standard of player who through communications and experience can relate but what happens when you don't have that you know, what happens when you've got guys from different backgrounds, different communication styles, different languages, different upbringings, different sports? How do you create that alignment? And, you know, it's really interesting because you'll get a lot of coaches sit there and go, well, you've got to get everyone on the same page to start off with. And you've got to do, you know, ABCD, which is all the normal shit, which is fine because that's great. That's what you've got to do. But how do you constantly develop that? You know, how do you develop that process where guys are learning that once they're on the same page and that page needs to turn, how do they stay on the same page? Because every footy game and every sport has decisions in it. And a team's ability to think the same way about ranking their options is probably one of the most important things that can go around. You know, I hear it all the time, guys talk about Cam Smith, Dan Carter, um, you know, a lot of the greats in both sports around their decision making. Darren Lockyer was great at it. JT for me and Cam Smith are probably the greatest components of decision making that I've ever seen play the game. How they make decisions, how they build certain components in the game and what they do. Now, does it always work for them or why does it work more for them and not others? And I believe that it comes down to this component of aligning yourself on the same page through the process of what you're trying to achieve. You know, and a prime example is you'll watch Cam Smith play the game and direct the traffic three plays before he's trying to exploit someone. He'll see a hole and a lot of inexperienced guys will go, okay, we've seen the hole, let's go straight to the hole. But the whole chance of success might be 60% yes, 40% no. But if you play two more plays, you know, A and B, those chances actually go to 80-20 success. You know, do you attack the 60-40 or do you build to the 80-20? Well, now that you put it that way, everyone's stupid if they say, oh, go for 60-40. No, well, you'd actually use your two plays and go to 80-20. But how do you align a group of individuals to kind of see the same things and think the same way? Where you've got a game with fast fire decisions and all of a sudden it's like, oh man, you should hit here or you should have switched or you should have passed or you should have done this. You shoulda, coulda, woulda, this footy. So how do you get a group of individuals to think along the same lines, to see that same hole? First is to identify the hole. Secondly is to communicate in a manner on whether or not it is, yes, let's attack now or let's exploit it later. You know, that's probably the biggest thing is being able to go, let's have patience in our job rather than trying to rush through and panic. And that comes from aligning the same process. You know, someone sees the hole and goes, fuck, let's take the hole. Another guy sees the hole and goes, man, if you drag him, the hole's two times bigger you understand guys like and people who know footy know exactly what I'm talking about so it's kind of like relationships when you meet someone everyone wants to go oh hey I've got this great idea but if you spend two extra weeks or a month getting to know them you might actually find that that great idea goes two layers deep with that individual and you've actually got some synergies like that's that's how it works it's building the relationships and in games you've got to have this build of kind of relationship with the decision-making around the team, especially in attack and defense, it's so important to understand that every action causes a change in momentum, either adds on positively or detracts negatively. So how do you get a group of individuals to constantly understand that, okay, if we just do this, 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 momentum goes up, but if one of us does this and the other one does this, we sit there and stay status quo. If one of us goes a little bit this way and someone makes a big decision that way, we're going negatively. Like that's momentum. And it comes from aligning the process. So it's something that I'm uh, you know, doing a lot now with my guys here. And I've spoke with a fair few guys back in Oz and also in New Zealand around this. And it's really interesting because... I had a good chat with my mate Zane Dempster the other week and it really kind of ticked this off in my head of something to do because he spoke about it from a basketball text that guys will run plays 20 times to create that one opportunity that's going to make it all open up again. Okay, so that's what we need to do. We need to go and learn how to to play a little bit more basketball style in the sense to kind of create the long game. And how do you get a group of individuals doing this? Well, the biggest one for me is communication. You know, communication is really important, but it's how you're communicating, it's what you're communicating. And then the second thing for me, I guess, is uh, uh, creating an identification process. So something that is really simple and components in the game, where guys follow a little bit of a basic format around their decision making so if they're in attack if they look up and they see a they know to do one two three if they see b they know to do one two three of b if they do c they know to do one two three of c and everyone kind of learns that process now we're not trying to create robots where you're wanting guys to go all right you always do a in this context because every option's a good option there's no right or wrong. There's just, hey, that would have been a little bit more effective or that would have been a little bit less effective. And it's learning from a coach's perspective and a playing group to learn the communication channels and identify the game in a way where if you see shapes and figures and kind of things play out, knowing that, okay, if that defender's on my inside shoulder, if I do one, two, three, this normally happens. Okay? So then the second guy can identify the same thing and go, okay, that defender's standing on A's inside shoulder, so I know that that's gonna probably lead to one, two, three, so here's our options. And together, two guys are now thinking the same kind of train of thought. They're identifying the same mistakes, they're identifying the same shapes. And for me, I think this is a huge, huge component to teaching a team how to work together between common goals when shit hits the fan. When your back's up against the wall, you've just been scored on three times, you've made four errors, you don't know what's going on, and everyone goes, oh, we gotta get better, we gotta rally, we gotta do this. Well, what does that actually mean? Like, how do you change momentum in the game? And one big action can do it, it can come from one hit or one big thing, but nine times out of 10, it's the grind You know, it's that grinding motion that actually gets over the top of teams. Sometimes you can have the big play, and that's great if you've got the person who can deliver it. But I'm being realistic here, guys, is not every team has that. But every team can create a grind and have the big play. You know, the Broncos in the 90s were renowned for it. Just grinding our teams. If you don't play 80 minutes, you're going to lose. Because if you played 75 They were beating you in the last four because their decision making over the 80 created that four minutes where they came over the top of teams. Queensland, the underdogs, they did it all the time in Origin. You know, it's so you gotta you gotta have a look at this from a coaching and a playing perspective around this to go, okay. How do we align our processes through decision making so that even if we choose the